Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. All right. Hey, 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 friends. Welcome to another episode of the Elite Life Podcast. And today is an extra special one because we have the literal inspiration for this show as a whole. We would yeah. not be here today doing the Elite Life Podcast if I had not met our friends Brian and Liz Fullerton. Yay. They're <laughs> oh like, really? <laughs> sure. Well, thanks for having us on. This is awesome. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm really excited to have you. I've been like wanting to have you guys on since we started. And I'm like, well, it's really busy because it's summer. And it's really busy because Liz is having a baby. And now Liz is having another baby. And I'm like, well, it's it's probably always going to be really Stop busy. Stop getting yeah. pregnant, dude. Like, what the heck? <laughs> Talk to me. Talk to you. <laughs> Not me. Like, it's the Amazon guy, man. I don't know what's up. I know. And then I was like, I'm really glad I asked you because I was listening to the podcast. You're like, yeah, we're having four kids. And I'm like, shh. There's no way. 10 years. I'm never yeah. getting them on. This is, a, this is a, uh, the dark ages. Like, the next eight years, just just get, get us when you can because we're, we're unavailable or we're always available. It's one of the two. So. We're always doing something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited to meet you guys because, of course, I've heard about you guys so much and I've listened to your show. Well, thank and you. And I I think my first was when you were on the show. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, holy crap, this is a good show. And like, she was like, podcast, podcast. And I'm like, people don't do that. Like, they're listening to Pandora. And she's like, yeah, the podcasts are on Pandora. I'm like, nobody does that. And she's like, Thank uh-huh. you. yeah. And now that's all I listen to. I'm I- like, Andy Frisella, Candace Owens, yeah. you guys, that's all I listen to now. Wow, you're putting up with Candace Owens. We're, put, we're putting up there with the Candace Owens and Andy <laughs> Frisella. I, I have a few shows I listen to because, again, <laughs> there's only so much time. <laughs> I super appreciate that. That's crazy. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So Brian and Liz have a little empire for those of you who don't know them. Um, they are business owners. They do live shows. I got to go speak at their LAL, which was super awesome. That was cool. It was so much fun. They do Together in the Trades, which I'll let them talk about. Brian just did a book. And <laughs> I just, I love how I I see you guys both like you're always working, you're always grinding, you're always supporting each other, and you're always together, which I think is amazing because I have to do things like 75 hard to talk to Dave and <laughs> I'm like why do I do this to myself these challenges and I'm like oh because it's the only way I'll actually have a conversation like FaceTime <laughs> so, we just so, go out to eat but anyway <laughs> I just picture Trisha wandering around the house like finally like hey anybody yeah. somebody here doing kettlebell swings right, right. Of course. Yeah. Exactly. just go out to dinner it's way easier it's way more enjoyable than working out I know my dad the other day was like oh did Angelina tell you that she's seen me at youth group I'm like I, I haven't seen Angelina in like three to five days oh my god <laughs> I was like so I came home or yesterday Dave was like can you pick her up from youth group and I'm like I absolutely can because I need to intentionally speak to her so oh my she god. knows I still love her oh my god. <laughs> hey whatever Aww. man it's all good <laughs> So wait till you have those four children and you're yeah. running them yeah. in, in between. Like we do so much divide and conquer. You have to. So, yeah. yeah. So we got the Tesla. It can drive them. <laughs> just send the car. <laughs> you're just going to have like a whole fleet of Teslas. Like send Emmy here. 
Yeah, nothing says quality time and quality parenting like send the car, you know. Or just put them in the car. No, we plan to have them never leave the house. Like that's the idea. We want to build a school in the basement, right, for Mm -hmm. a future home, and then that way we never like lose track of them. And we get another six, eight hours a day, maybe, you know, back in in the family time with them. And then if we want to like, you know, go to you know swim practice, they can go in the backyard, like we have a pool. (laughs) That'd be the idea, you know. Building the compound. Yeah, that's the idea. Just totally unsocialized. (laughs) (laughs) They might twitch, but that's okay. Like. I love hearing about you guys. You guys are breaking ground on your new house. Yes. And that has been yeah. super fun listening to those episodes, buying windows in your barn and all of these things. Um, it's getting expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea windows are so expensive. <laughs> yeah, we're in the wrong business. We're all in the wrong business. We, if not windows, uh, uh, definitely uh, the door wall business. The, the door wall yeah, alone. The door wall alone. The was... door wall is basically just a window, though, if you think about it. It's just a window. Well, well, Brian couldn't yeah. just have a door wall. Oh. It's, it's it, like a accordion folds and oh it's a whole thing it's the, the bifold thing. door you, you've seen them and mm-hmm. uh the door is like 25 percent of the budget and i went oh well that's cool window budget not house budget <laughs> no 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 yeah. <laughs> like that's Thinking some that door house, like what is happening we're right building now? a tiny house actually um, it's just one the whole wall is the door wall <laughs> that's awesome all right so um liz was telling us about how emotional she got over <laughs> being homeless <laughs> but not homeless. we call ourselves home. homeless right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved how you guys like enjoyed the land itself. Like you're always like riding your oh. <laughs> yeah for real. We're determined just, like, just because we bought the property, we wanted to start making memories. Uh, you know, as long mm-hmm. as we could on it, and so we've had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Especially like recently in the snow, we took the four wheeler out and we were able to take Emmy sledding, and Aww. it was really it was fun. Except we didn't really think about how cold it was and how wet you get, and then there's no inside. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. Going back home and uh, driving thirty minutes where it's cold and wet and freezing out, that's not fun. <laughs> At all. This is, this is an interesting you will idea. find as a parent, I was just talking about this with a girl, Rachel, in my office. She's like, I'm going to get my car and I'm going to do a road trip with my two kids to California. And I'm like, that's one of those parent ideas that seems like a good idea in no. your mind. You do not want to take two children under the age of six in a car to California. 30 hours. You, you got to drive back. Like, <laughs> even if you have fun on the way there, on the way back, you're going to rip your hair I out. would like to point out you have to drive back and you have to bring the children. <laughs> yes. 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 So, drive back nice those solo drives. This happens all the time, I will tell you. Like, I had this great idea. Trent was little, and my dad had this water slide, right? Like, he pimped out his house with, like, gates and a water slide. Yeah, Yeah, in Porter Road. So I had this great idea, right? This is what happens when you have children when you're 20, okay? I'm like, I'm going to take my kid down the water slide. He's a baby. He's a baby. So I climb up to the top of the water slide, and I get up there, and I'm like, what the fuck? My baby can't can't swim. What if you get dislodged? Right, right. So like, then I go to go back. Well, then I start sliding down. So I try to like grab on and then my ring catches. So then my finger's going to come off and I have a baby on the top of a water slide. So like, I got down, obviously. I saved my finger. My child was fine. But like, there's so many times where you're just like, what? What What was I thinking? This is not a good idea with a child. Like... We've been there. That's pretty much every flight we've ever taken with Emmy. We're like, why do we do this? Uh, we've done it. Because she's had 20 flights. And every time we've been, why are look, we, we have, doing we this Look, we have two, two parenting rules. I don't know if anybody can take anything away from this whole podcast from us, at least. We're, we're, we're nobody's We are special. not the experts. We are, we are, we are Forrest Gump on our way to the finish line. But what I will tell you is, like, we one of our great marriage and adulting uh, tips and hacks so far, at least this is helping some couples out there because we're in the thick of it, is um, what's our two rules? After uh, 1 a.m. at night through 6 a.m. in the morning, Anything that's said doesn't, doesn't count. count. Doesn't oh, count. So good. Right? Because like 
if that's the case, we'd be probably divorced 38 times, okay? Like, and that's why there's no such thing as 24-hour divorce attorneys. You know what I'm saying? They can if, make if, a lot of money. If you're, so struggling, if you're struggling financially, become a 24-hour divorce attorney. <laughs> Have those papers like a quick sign. Ready to go. And like DocuSign and sign that stuff at 3 a.m. Oh, my God, you'll make tons and tons of business because every night at 3 or 4 in the morning, I will kill you. And then it's like, that's usually Liz talking. And then I'm over here like, I'm sorry. I know I'm an idiot, you know. <laughs> and uh, then at 6 a.m., you kind of like everybody falls asleep at about 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, that twilight hour, right? And everybody wakes up at 7. You go, hmm. What happened last night? It's like a world away. We just don't talk about it. Yeah, you just, just don't like talk about you see it. like it's the same thing on airplanes though. We may yep. as soon as that like door seals shut, nothing counts. Nothing, nothing counts. Like, like that because Liz has this uh, impeccable way of like saying like the, the, the best meanest things in, like <laughs> with with their eyes. <laughs> Because like everything, you can hear everything on an airplane, right? Like right. So the people behind you or next to you, Liz is like, oh, you. and I'm like, what did you just say? And like she just blinks it, and I'm like, yeah, I messed up. And so <laughs> like the baby's got a wet diaper. You're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm on duty. So I'm like, yeah, honey, I'll be right back. But anything that happens when the 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 plane shuts the doors or anything between one and five a.m., they don't count in your relationship. I feel like that's. That's our quick life marriage. I don't stuff. know if it's healthy. But I don't know how to sell homes. Because yeah. my, my son is going through this thing where he has gotten himself into a habit of waking up between like th- like 2.30 and 3.30 in the yep. morning. Yep. And then you have to change their diaper. And so now they're stimulated. And he's like, oh, Coco. Coco. Yeah. I'm like, no, we're not no. doing Coco. No. So then you try and lay on the couch. And then you try and lay in bed. And then you just, <laughs> you, I closed everything off. Yep. Make sure and I is. put stuff on the floor, and I was like, "I'm going to sleep, homeboy. You want to join me? Good luck. No, that's fine. <laughs> Stay out of eat, trouble. Eat, eat is all we get. Yeah, our that's kids. Like, we make all dinner, and then you know she picks at it, and then two hours later, you know, like you said, midnight Cheerios, one two. Yep. Eat, 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 or you know, milk, milk, milk. And I'm like, listen, kid, we're all going to sleep. Like her favorite thing is when we leave the restaurant. As soon as we pull out of the parking lot, eat. Eat. We do. We I go, that was your opportunity. Like your left eye twitches, you know. You're like, listen, kid, I just spent thirty dollars on your food, you know. So now we just get a couple appetizers, mm-hmm. and we're just like, listen, kid, buffet, pick at it all, because yeah. you never know what they want. Like you get the mac and cheese, they wanted grapes. You get grapes. This is this is our parenting hack. We're in the thick of this, okay? So we we haven't slept in two years, okay, folks. So. <laughs> it's been wild. Um, but I like, wonder we've gotten anything done. Yeah. Now now you get a couple. Uh, you get an entree. I get an entree. We get a couple apps, and like we don't even order her a meal anymore. Mm-hmm. We just let her sample. We're like, yeah. listen, you want some of my steaks, some of Liz's chicken, some salads, some tomatoes. The Mexican restaurants have been the best because she'll use the same chip. It's like salsa soup to her, and yeah. she will just keep same scooping chip it in. I can do that with can ranch. Go at it. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how we got started on that. This one, is right? not what we came here to talk about. <laughs> We're <laughs> dropping nuggets. Yeah. We're dropping nuggets. That's Squirrel. all that was going on. Squirrel. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is, though, because my favorite thing about you guys is, like, you're building a brand, you're building an empire, but you're also, like, building your marriage and your family at the same time. And you bring that all online, like, the good, the bad, the messy, like, all of it. And I love that because I feel like not enough people do that, right? Like, you see all this great stuff, and then you see, like, yeah. me and Liz on there, like, well, our hair is a mess and we have no makeup on, so I hope this works for you. <laughs> yep, this yep. is what happened today. Like, what made you guys decide to do that? I mean, the whole social media thing is a total accident, like, to be honest with you. Like, it, we were, it was not intentional. It was not thought out. It wasn't, like hey, here's our master five-year plan. There's actually a lot of things we would have changed had we intentionally gone into it. Like our business name is our channel name and which makes it really easy for people to find like where we are, our home phone number, like things that we wouldn't yeah, my, necessarily my cell want phone, out there. My cell so phone's we like, didn't think this through at all. <laughs> no, no. And it was total just happenstance, happens chance. Like we, we were just literally just kind of documenting a couple things along the way. I, I had always loved watching YouTube, you know, and you were always on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and long story short, we... 
we made we got a camera because you had wanted to make some extra income on the side and maybe uh quit your job and you know wanted to start a family and we were freshly married we were broke we were broke as a joke like we we had a 700 square foot apartment you know we had uh one of our claim to fame was you want to tell the story we thought this was like the coolest feature of our home was that you could plug in our vacuum cleaner in one outlet and get the entire apartment without having to like end end re-plug it yeah. in somewhere. It was we're, that we posted about it on Facebook. It comes up on memories once a year, and I'm like, we were so <laughs> just clueless. We were young, you know. You guys have like the uh, the starter apartments around here, like yeah, the, you know, like the yeah. little trap house apartments, you know. Right. Like it was a halfway house, okay. Like there's no doubt about it. And it was so funny because I remember the same story, like the efficiency of like, oh my god, we can like cook dinner, do a load of laundry and the dishes and the sink and like mop the, you know, nine square feet of floor. And never have to take more than three steps. Everything's right here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was just like, but that was humble beginnings. Yeah. And um, Liz had wanted to do some stuff with social media. We spent our life savings on like a Canon camera back in the day. It was, I don't know, 800 bucks. And that might as well have been $50,000. Yeah. Like, right, yeah. I mean, it like that's insane to us. $800. And it was such a it was only five, six years ago, but it's a, it feels like it was yesterday, mm -hmm. but it also feels like a lifestyle and a lifetime ago, right? Life is just so different now that it yeah. seems like a whole other lifetime. Yeah, and, and there was like two parallel paths. Well, there's a couple parallel paths, right? Like we were freshly married. We had a lawn care business that was like on life support. Um, then we started the social media thing. And it was kind of like this, what would you call it? Like a 2.0, like second second wind of our life, you know? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like, hey, we're going to document our life. It was just like, hey... I'm going to re-up on my lawn care landscaping business. I wanted to take things to the next level. I, you know, as a single guy, single guy making 20, 30 grand a year net profit from your company, hey, you're like living the dream. Like <laughs> Chipotle and double meat and, you know, you're living at home, no big deal. But then when you get married and your wife's like, um, you know, super materialistic, like I want a car that works, I want a house. <laughs> I want to maybe be a stay-at-home mom. I was like, gosh, this woman is greedy. Electric. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to turn the car off and like take the key out and it actually turn off. You know, yeah. like that was a thing. Because I've had those before. So I was like, man, this woman is so materialistic. I'm having fun, obviously. So I was like, okay, well, obviously our little Mickey Mouse life isn't going to cut it. And I was just turning 30, like 28, 29, 30. And I had a little midlife crisis. And I'm like, I legit had a midlife crisis. Though. He did. I, I mean, actually, we went to celebrate his 30th birthday and he's like, I don't want to see anybody. I don't want anybody to wish me happy birthday. Like, oh, you would figure like a woman would be more like this and i was like okay <laughs> that's that. cool that. um i put him in the I car all didn't day tell him where we were going yeah, yeah. he's like crying my birthday was like a thursday and i sobbed all day i literally was in bed like Aww. like depressed because he like, thought he should have like a lambo and like this mansion by 30 30 sounds so old when you're young you know and so i we, we our, went to charlevoix we probably had like legit probably twenty five hundred dollars in our checking Maybe. account like total net worth was like you know two dollars and i'm like i'm a loser you know and you think at 30 like you know society expectations and success and then you know instagram and social media like everybody's got the lambo everybody's got the nice home and the cute little kids and like we had nothing we had nothing and i'm like dude not only did we have nothing like we were actually in debt we were behind like mm -hmm. the goal like if zero was the goal like we were at minus five mm. right so like it wasn't even like Hey, we're not performing at a high level. It was like, dude, we're we're, we're basically losers. Mm -hmm. And I look around, I go, dude, everything has to change. And like, I always say this on, on our podcast, like for the external to change, like the internals got to change first. And I was like, hey, there's a lot of ugliness here that we got to clean up. Like we were immature idiots. We were um, petty. We were emotionally unstable. Very sarcastic. Very like sarcastic. Um, we would tear each other down instead of building each other up. Because I had like brothers and like you, you you don't go to like your brother and go hey what's up buddy hey what's up winner you go hey stupid get the car right. <laughs> you know like, right, like right. I, I had no like you know sisters or girlfriends like in my life so when i met liz i'm like hey dork get in the car like 
and like that doesn't work for a woman. Right, right, <laughs> And then right. she'd be crying, and I'm like, why are you so like um, emotionally weak? And but guys are different than girls. Mm-hmm. So I I had no idea how to treat Liz. Liz had a brother, but you know it's not the same. And and you know we just had no idea how to work together, right? So like all these things kind of came to a head and it was kind of like a catalyst. I'm like, hey, we need to like re-up in life. Yeah, we, so I um, took him up north. We ended up, did we get even, did we sleep in the car that night? Or did we get? Mm, no, I think we had the campsite. Did we have a camp? Yeah, we were campsite? big time. Okay. Yeah. We, we sleep the, in the uh, car in the campsite. We had the <laughs> but I we were sleeping in the car. <laughs> we got up there. I popped for a shower at the KOA. That's what Brian said. <laughs> it it might have been. I mean, there's no 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 doubt. But I thought, you know, take him out of town. We'll like just get him out of you know the the funk that he's in for his birthday, which is actually a huge mistake because we're in Charlevoix, which is beautiful. There's all these people's vacation homes. We're sitting at lunch, looking in the bay. And this huge boat pulls up and Brian asked our waitress, um, when does the dinner cruise go out? And she's like, what dinner cruise? And he's like, the boat is it you know like the, the, the it looks like cruise a boat. carnival cruise ship yeah I'm not and even she's kidding. like sir that somebody's so-and-so is like private yeah. boat that's not it's not there's no tickets for that i thought yacht. he was gonna and have I, a I just sat back breakdown. i was like i'm a loser like Aww. back to where i was two days before yeah. after she's pumping but that up. trip like we got a lot figured out we still go up there every year because that was our first experience like it just mm-hmm. does that for us at different levels each year and but that's where we kind of got things hammered out like we have to make a change like we yeah. we're getting older like if we want these things that we profess that we want like we have to have the action behind it yeah. and we got serious we put this giant whiteboard i mean it's as big as this table nice yeah. and yeah. we put all of our debts in our personal debts business debt is different to us than than personal debt and figured it out and wrote our goals and it was you couldn't miss it because again our apartment 700 square feet <laughs> it, take, it took up like the whole wall, wall. Time, time yeah. out. that was a huge point of contention when we got back because I, yeah. I put this huge he, he put it up without like is this a good spot i, I just came home one day and it was wall. drywall oh. anchors that it is there yeah, like it's in the living room like most people have a tv we had this i mean four foot by five foot you know, big whiteboard. And it had all of our goals, all of our income, all of our debts, uh, interest rates, monthly payments, balances. We, you know, we learned a lot from uh, Kiyosaki and many other great people and all that, you know, everybody that you guys have access to as well. And uh, I was like, hey, like... We started figuring <clears throat> it out. We had to literally start... Um, you know, I always say like you can change with like a two by four across the face or like a little fine chisel. Like right. if you're still, we did the two four. Two like by we four. were just taking <laughs> sledgehammers to life. Like we were like, this wall's got to go. It like this has to change because we didn't have time. Like I was thirty, she was twenty six. We're on a um biological time clock i've come to learn you know i'm like hey if we want babies like we need to figure this out and we also came from really broken uh backgrounds and families like divorced parents for me low income double wide trailer liz grew up in dearborn michigan she's got the 313 area code like i do she always says like she's from the hood you know (laughs) um but you know broken family um no money or anything like that so it was like hey there's a lot of stuff that there's a lot of baggage here and we were reading the books and you know, all the, the Barnes Noble bestseller help self-help books, right? And people make fun of that. Like, you go to Barnes Noble and you're, like, walking down the we're, aisle. like, using it as a library because we just read them while we're there and then, yeah. like, yeah. come back the next day and yeah. pick we, up where we, we did off. We did the, the $5 broke Barnes Noble couple date, you know? Like, you go get the Rob Report that somebody else had sliced open, right? <laughs> and you're reading this, like, seven ninety nine, you know, magazine. Eight bucks for a magazine? Dude, like, there's no way. That was right. not in the budget. Like, we would go to Applebee's for, you know, back in the day, $10, split a meal, we've everybody's kind of been there right and i I was just like dude things have got to change so we actually had a conversation like how you're talking how you haven't seen angela in a few days we had to tell our parents like hey we can't meet for weekly family dinners it's just not we you know for this section of time in our life we have to like 
figure this out. We aren't available to take a phone call at 3 p.m. We aren't available to take a phone call at 7 p.m. Right. We'll talk to you when we talk to you. And it's just how it is. And we had these difficult conversations where we, we you know, it is what it is. Well, I don't think anybody's complaining about the choices we made now, but. <laughs> yeah. Now everybody's like, oh, we always believed in you. I'm like, uh-huh. You know. Right. You right. Get, you right. Get, you right. Get when that. you were calling me a loser. Totally. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, we, we can keep going on the story, but um, I, that's probably like the, the rock bottom part of it. Um, But it was it was a tough you know, road to hoe. I mean, I don't want people to, people like see like a Tesla now or like nicer stuff or we're, bu- we're building the dream home, right? Like that's the American dream, right? But like, that's not like, we, we've been at this level for about 12 seconds, right? right? Like right. we were in the thick of it in, in the, in the you know, the, the dumpster of it for five, six years. But know? that's so inspiring because <clears throat> what couple hasn't been there where you're like, all right, we're just going to throw in the towel. And 90% of people just throw in the towel. They're like, I hate you. You hate me. You talk to me like crap. You talk to me like sure. crap. You do crap without asking me in our right. house. You put this giant board up. And like <laughs> a lot of people would get defensive, right? Like, oh, mm. you're putting our life on blast. So it's not good enough for you. And oh, instead, yeah. You guys did some really hard work that most people wouldn't be willing to do. And like, it's so funny to me when you're like, oh, you know, the Barnes and Noble date. No, most people when they're in their 20s, early 30s are the bar date, which then they're drinking and it's like accelerating their angriness, right? Like you did all the right things. Most people would be going to their family's house and going, well, Brian, he just sucks. He doesn't do anything. And Liz, she just wants more things. You guys didn't do it. You did it so right at every point. And I'm sure there's some messiness that was in there, but you took that mess and made an inspirational message instead of taking it and folding and just being like, well, it's crap. Well, <laughs> that's, good. that's that's actually an interesting point that you bring up because we talk about that all the time. Like we could have settled. Yeah. Right. And, and you can settle at every level. Like there's no I don't even know if settling is the right word, but you can be complacent mm-hmm. or you can just be happy and like satisfied. That's fine, too. Like some people that want to satisfy, uh, you know, lifestyle at 100 grand a year, uh, half a million dollar home and some nice $60,000 cars. Dude, that's awesome. Like yeah. no, nobody's nobody's judging. We're not judging. You're not judging. Hopefully you're not judging. But other people's success to them is I need to make a half a million dollars a year and I need, you know, luxury cars and a luxury home with a pool and a country club membership. That's totally fine, too. We, we just knew that the lifestyle that we wanted and the life that we wanted and what we wanted to eventually make available for our kids and also the abundance we wanted to create to take care of our family was going to require a certain amount of work. Mm-hmm. Right, like both so hard-headed too. <laughs> yeah, and, and so like like here's the deal. If you want different things in life, like you have to pay the price for that level, right? So if you walk into a, a nice designer store and there's a $1,500 purse, some people are going to walk by and go, you know, I'm not paying 1500 bucks for that purse. You're out of your freaking mind. And other people are going to go, I'll pay 1500 bucks for that purse. And then other people go, 1500 bucks, that's a good deal. Right. Right. And so like we were walking through life and I'm like, hey, there's a life that we want to achieve. It's going to take some time, some sacrifice, some effort. Uh, we didn't have it all, you know, all the green lights laid out. There's no way. We, right. we One of our life principles is called, it's called peak to peak principle. And we learned this along the way. But, you know, you look at a mountain, you're like, man, I'll never get to the top of that peak. But you start climbing, you know, whatever the analogy is. You get to that peak and you go, dude, we made it. And then what you look out, you realize, shit, there's another peak. Mm-hmm. But like you didn't see the second peak until you got to the top of the first peak. Yeah. So stop trying to climb Mount Everest and just get to the first ridge, get to the first peak. So when we made like, you know, uh, maybe we made 50 grand a year. We made 100 grand a year that year. We're like, dude, we made it. And we look around, we're like, okay, like. We're losers again. (laughs) Yeah, or, or, you know, or for sure. Or we're like, hey, do we want to like take a breath, reevaluate, and do we want to climb that next level? Like it's not a forever mountain. Like there's different ridges and checkpoints. Like we just went to Park City, Utah at 7,200 elevation. But before that is Alto, 
Alta or Alto, whatever it is. Alta. And, <clears throat> and it's like 6,700 elevation. By the way, there's Stein Erickson, this beautiful lodge. It's at about 7,800 elevation, right? So like there's these little camps and checkpoints and income levels and lifestyle levels. And it's like, dude, you just got to figure out what you want to do. And and I was like, hey, like we're not doing the things that, it, that this is the dissonance, right? It's called cognitive dissonance. Like what you're doing versus like what you should be doing, your brain's like freaks out. And I was like, dude, we are not doing the things that is required mm-hmm. to get to the life that we're saying. Like either either stop bullshitting each other. Right. Right. right? Or or let's come come up to reality or down to reality. Like if we're not gonna pay the price, then just stop bitching. Yeah. And so many times people are like, Oh, I want this, I want that. I'm like, Well, your activity and your schedule and your and your uh, you know, your calendar doesn't say that. Right. right. Especially in like real estate or when you're mm-hmm. self employed, you're independent. Like for sure. It's like, yeah. Oh man, I wanna make three hundred grand this year. I'm like, Well, you didn't book any appointments this week. And then you went out of town and you went golfing. Like, no, like your peers that are going to hit those levels are paying dues. And we've paid a lot of dues. Like we've we've sacrificed a lot along the way. And I wouldn't even say sacrifice. It's we've invested. We, we've always been on the same page before doing something like that. Like I get a lot of questions from the guys in our space. Like, how do I get my wife on board with what I'm trying to accomplish? And like, well, does she even want what you want? Like, have you even mm-hmm. talked to her? Yeah. And what, so, what does that require? Yeah. So we've never like force the other one into something. No, not at all. And, and I think that's something that, um, <clears throat> and we, we can shift gears a little bit, but like it, where we wanted to go and what we were doing weren't lining up. Mm-hmm. And, and we both had to say like, we have to change, right? Like one of my favorite lines, I think I got it from Robert Kiyosaki is like, be, do, and have. Everybody wants to have. Very few people want to do and even less want to be. So like, like somebody's not just a millionaire and they're not being a millionaire. Like, they they have the millionaire lifestyle because they did things, but they really became somebody different. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. And everybody just wants to like, especially with social media life, just uh, take the shortcut and and somehow bypass it, or like they just think it's automatic. Or success is just like, no, I just become successful in social media or real estate or pick your thing. And it's like, no, dude. Like Trisha picked up the phone and I mean, probably in 2016, 17, 18, 19 on your big come up, you probably made twenty five hundred calls. You know, seven hundred appointments. Knowing you, you have this. All <laughs> I, I, I have all the key metrics. I was gonna say, I bet you have a calendar. You know, and then other she people. Does. But then five years later, people are gonna go, Trisha and Dave, like so lucky, so lucky. And yeah. you're like, hey, we we literally ate, slept, and breathed, and I burned up the phone forty calls a day for two years. Yeah. And that's the year I made two hundred thousand dollars or whatever. You know, but like other people, they just want the end mm. and they don't want to, you know, go through the thick of it. Yeah, I I did a live the other day about that because I was like doing my taxes and my whole office is surrounded oh by God. papers. And I'm like, next time you think that like your broker just takes your money, yeah. I want you to think about this video because I work <laughs> from the time my eyes open, which usually open because they can hear my phone in the bathroom going at yeah. 5 a.m. Yep. And I work until I go to sleep, sure. which I stay up because there's still more work the to more do, work to do. Yeah. right? Yep. Yep. So it's like when I hear your stories, there's so many parallels because yep. yep. when me and Dave got together, you want to like feel like... Not only was our bank account negative, but we had four kids. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, oh, you want to feel like a loser. Like you have four children. One wants to play hockey, which is the most expensive sport yep. in the entire world. Yeah. We yep. took my sister in like, oh, I'll do a better job than my parents. I have no money. Right. <laughs> a baby. He had a baby. Then we had a high schooler, a teenager. And I'm like, I don't even know how to like do any of this. Yeah. And yeah. I'm drowning and I'm working. And like the same thing, like you're just, I like, 
I had opened a brokerage and I was like being self-employed and I was like, I can't, I can't take care of like this Insta family and y'all. So I went to go work for some other guy and I was so desperate to just get a paycheck. Right. I didn't even ask the hours. And then I start working like dark to dark and I'm like sobbing. I'm like, none of this is working. <laughs> no. yep, yep. But it's the communication. And just like you guys were saying, when we had first got together, like, I didn't want to admit, like, I, I'm trying really hard, but this we're so broke and this is so bad. And, like, neither <laughs> did Dave. And so instead of communicating, you're just, like, arguing, and picking, like, all of these things. Yeah. And I think, like, that's where the win comes, right? When you realize, like, we have to get on the same page, right? Like, when yep. you guys came and were like, Trish, tell everybody about your calendar. Like, that was yeah. such an epic moment because I think we all make these expectations in our minds. And if you don't tell the other person your expectations, they're like, What's happening here? Like, yep. I'm crying. And you're like, why are you angry? Well, because you should want to do the dishes. Baby, nobody wants to do the dishes. Yes. No, like, <laughs> dishes. We can relate. It, yeah. It's been, um, it, so like people, and not that anybody says this about us, like, oh, they're successful. Like, dude, we always joke. And like, we make a meme out of it because we're like, hey, we bought a Tesla. Like, I, I one of my uh, goals in life was to get a Tesla. It's a cool car. Whatever. Like, and if you don't like Teslas, that's fine. By the way, I'm not like a greenie. <laughs> and I either. don't like you if you don't like Teslas. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. <laughs> Just by the way, turn like, it off. I got some big gas trucks too, okay? Okay, so like relax, right? I'm not a, I'm not a big greenie. You here. run a lot of gas equipment. Like, For sure. I'm, I'm trying to get the hole back in the ozone. You know what I mean? We all got goals. Right. Now um, you're heating the planet and drowning us all. Great job, I, Brian. You're welcome. Hey, you can sell us a lake house, right? Or a, or yeah. a mountain home, actually. Yeah, a mountain home. <laughs> Something inland in Montana. But like the, uh, the the whole thing was like people, people like, they, they see like the finished product for a lot of people. And I just really tell people like, don't look at what people are doing today. Like if you want to emulate success, don't look at what people are doing today. Like, like even Robert Kiyosaki, he's my dude, but like, he's not, what he's doing today is not what he did in the seventies, eighties and nineties with his rich dad company and writing books. And then of course doing real estate, you know what I'm saying? So like people, like they want like the, the finished product, but I'm like, actually, if there's a good time to study somebody, it's back when they were in the come up mm -hmm, right. and people are like, Oh, like this actually took work. And I'm like, yeah, dude, a lot of work. And so whether people are like, I want the flashy car or like the the watches or the home and you guys bought your dream home and all this stuff. Yeah, dude, but like you don't buy it that year. It was from four years ago's effort. Yeah. But when do people quit? Year one, yeah. year two. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like the rocket when it's taking off, like all that energy, all that explosion, explosion, all the noise, all like the flame and the smoke and all like it's not going anywhere. You're like minute one, you know, for, for a rocket, you know, some Elon Musk, SpaceX, like that <laughs> rocket for like 20 seconds is just fucking hovering there. It, it ain't doing shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, it breaks out of the little uh, stand or whatever it's called. Then it's like, you know, 500 feet in the air. Then it's 5,000 feet in the air. And then it's all the way in the orbit. And then, oh, by the way, like you get away from like the, the things that hold you back. It isn't it interesting, like how easy it is to just maintain, but you got to escape that, that inner gravity, that, that inertia or and get momentum in your life and that's called being in the zone but like most people they don't want to pay dues for that first three to five years i just want it easy i just want to have like the you know the victory lap and i'm like bro if you're not willing to like just struggle with the forces that hold you down or hold you back or that you have to like ram through or punch through like you will not make it mm. and so like liz and i like well this probably came more natural to liz but you're a fighter you were like <laughs> you're like oh like we're eating rice and beans we could eat less food and i'm like what's wrong with you like and like like we we delayed for not getting a car or a newer car for so long that we just wanted to pay dues for so long and we overdid it we really it did it felt weird for a while to actually like pay less dues like it you feel guilty almost after so long of like enjoying the rewards yeah mm -hmm. yeah like tell, tell, like so you wanted luxury bags this is a good story but like 
we didn't buy any luxury bags that five I years. I get intense. I'm. You know, shocker. People are like, oh no, you're so sweet. Like, no, you have no idea. She's a killer, folks. She's a like, killer. Like, we made the decision that we're getting personally out of debt. Not, you know, like we invest in our business and whatever. That's different to us than personal debt. Yeah. And while we were going through personal, like, you know, read whatever, getting out of debt, I wasn't going to um, buy a handbag, which was my thing. I've always wanted, I don't know. I grew up during like Paris Hilton era. Like she always had like the little speedy from Louis Vuitton dream bag right like i'm not gonna buy another single bag i didn't have any at the time but until we are personally ended up and we hit like a certain income goal mm -hmm. and then we got there and it had been four years i think it at took least us. four or five years yeah and i'm like no no no, we're gonna reset the goal because the goal chasing to me is better than like getting getting it, it. that's the interesting the thing I don't know. Now, to be fair, I was like, yo, dude, we spent like some money on some on some bags because I was like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, I don't really care anymore. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, don't rob your four year ago self, which put you on this journey. Like, my bag that yourself. I had was like a tote bag. It had like holes in the corner. And he's Aww. like, you can't carry this thing around. I was anymore. like, Liz, you Things deserve it. Out. <clears throat> we, we put some money in the bank, paid <laughs> off a bunch of debt. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm pretty sure like we're good to go. Like, this is a little $1,500 bag, you know, which, by the way, with inflation in the last three years, you like the bags doubled in value. I'm like, hey, like, <laughs> it's like it's an investment. That's an investment. An I was like, that's, that's why she kept selling it as. I was like, I don't think that's true. Now I'm like, hey, buy more bags. But anyway, which way, it was funny. But for your first bag, like, just to maybe paint the dream a little bit for you guys, like we didn't just go to the local Louis Vuitton store at the nicer mall. I took Liz on, uh, we did a little train ride. We went to Chicago, went to like the, one of the flagship stores, whatever they call that, you know? Mm -hmm. And and like we got dinner first and like I was like, you know, got some flowers and like we made it a big- It was a whole experience, which is yeah. really cool. And, and you bought your bag and like the lady had like the big oversized bag and all this mess. And uh, it was one of those things like, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's a good place. We're gonna pause real quick okay. and uh, come back. We're gonna share some tips and resources that you can use to maybe be awesome like us, you know? <laughs> might be able yeah, to right. get there. There you go. <laughs> Do you know more than 80% of real estate agents fail and quit in their first year of business? MyStarsAcademy.com has set out to solve this problem by providing a convenient, expert-based training and coaching program for both agents and brokers. The Agent Accelerator program teaches agents everything they need to know to level up their business, have a constant flow of free leads, convert those leads into clients, and take those clients to the closing table and keep them coming back for more as repeat business. Our industry experts have years of proven success in the business and are here to share that gold through one-on-one -on -one coaching. This will help you achieve more structure and work-life balance. We will map you a plan you can follow, which will guide you through the steps to scale and grow in both your business and personal life. Don't be a statistic. Visit MyStarsAcademy.com and enroll today so you can get the success you deserve. And we're back with the Fullertons! <laughs> Before we go down any deeper in that hole, we better uh, bring it back a little bit. Reel it home, reel it home. <laughs> so, um, I mentioned in the beginning you guys have so many different things that you have going on. You got the YouTube channel, you got the podcast, you're writing books in Spanish, business, you're writing books in Spanish, si. Si. live events. Like, how in the world? Do you keep it all organized? Give our give That's our why we were asking you about your calendar because we're like, I have no idea. My Google calendar? Yeah. I'll just I, I can I can show you guys the Google calendar. You'll have a seizure if you look at it. It's like being in the middle <laughs> of the I can a take circus. you in my office and see the big giant calendar and family calendar too after we're dying. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what's your answer to it. I mean, I don't think we're doing anything um crazy, you know. I I, I look at El I mean everybody looks at the next guy, right? So right. I look at, you know, whoever, but like you look at El Elon Musk or uh 
Warren Buffett. And I'm like, how do they get so much stuff done? I mean, Elon Musk got Tesla, Space. He's like one of my guys. But Elon, or uh, SpaceX, Tesla, Boring, um, you know, whatever. The AI stuff that he's doing and the chip thing in your head. Like, God bless. Like, <laughs> dude, I'm just like, what? And obviously, he's got a great team and all this other mess. Like, that's obviously the answer. And and I think that's actually our answer, too, to be fair. Like, we have a lot of great people behind the scenes. Um, we do. And, you know, it's easy to look now at, like, oh, they have all these plates spinning. But, like, we added it. A plate at a time we didn't yeah. just add in all of these things so this is just like normal to us yeah um, I, I i i was gonna say like we we just spin one play and and then either you got two options you go run and spin another play and then when that one starts getting wobbly you run back and slap it again make sure it stays up or like obviously in business you, in you, that spot yeah you hire somebody to slap that play and keep it going so like the podcast i hit start i hit stop and then we have a producer that produces the show it, it i really have if we have a three-day week show and each show is a half hour, I've got an hour and a half committed to the show. Let's just say two hours. And then, you know, if I have a YouTube channel and we're, you know, uploading three videos a week and each video is 15 minutes and I've gotten pretty good at filming 20 minutes of video to chop it down to 15, right? But that's a skill set. In the beginning, I would take like two hours of video and like, you know, surf through it all. And I'm like, oh my God, this is all awful. It's like three hours <laughs> but, to edit like yeah, a 15 minute video. For sure. But like, uh, so if we have three videos that are 15 minutes, and it takes, let's say, triple that to edit, produce, thumbnails, title, all that mess. Okay, so I got, let's just say, three hours a week into YouTube. So I got three hours into YouTube, two hours into uh, into the podcast. I make an Instagram post every day or something like that. That's five minutes, right? So, like, quantify that through the week. I'm, I got another hour. So I'm really six, seven hours into the week. And then we do uh, maybe some email and some some ads and some brand deals or some marketing or something like that. I don't I don't even know what that means. But, like... Okay, so I got 10 hours a week into the to the the whole social media, quote unquote, empire. And everybody's like, how do you do it? And I go, it's 10 hours a week, yeah. but it's 10 hours of focus time. It's a developed skill set. In the beginning, it was a little bit more messy, of course. Yeah. But we've we've hired people. We still do all of our own editing on pretty much everything. Um, everything other than the podcast. Everything other than the podcast. But, but you know, here, here's one thing I'll say. And this is like the, the not me trying to be rude, but let's just try to play at a different level, Brian, is... How many times, like, what's the, how many times we hear the stat of like how many average hours a week of people watching TV? Mm -hmm. Right. And then, like, you know, you see it all the time. It's like the average American watches 20 or 30 or 40 hours of TV a week. That's mm -hmm. crazy. That's a whole nother work week. I'm like, that's insane. That's 2,000 hours a year. Yeah. Our family. So, we like, we had this whole conversation with them a few years ago about like, we are trying to do big things. Like, we can't do family dinners, yada, yada, yada they realized we didn't have a TV that year for Christmas and thought it was because we were poor, which maybe, but like we really just didn't have any interest in TV. Mm -hmm. They went in together. They presented this. Like, we love our family in case they ever hear this, right? <clears throat> but they, at Christmas, like Christmas was done and they go, hey, before you guys leave, we have one big family gift. And we're like, oh, cool. Like, what's up? Like, we didn't know it was for us. It was and a like, pony. Yeah, I wish, dude. Yeah, or or a McLaren or something, right? Probably gotten more use. But they 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 all squirted this thing out. It was all wrapped and stuff like that. And uh, we're like, what the hell is this? And we you can kind of figure it out. So we open it up, and it's like a fifty-five inch, you know, whatever TV. And I'm from like Walmart for like three hundred bucks. And they're like waiting for our reaction they're, with this big gift, and we're like, no. we're like, we're like, hey, like it's kind of a big purchase. We all like went in on it, and uh, it was a TV. And I'm like. We haven't watched TV in five years. We've literally never had cable, like in our entire really, like we've never I've been. I've watched TV in 15, 20 years, like regularly, like right. no, since I was 18, 19. And, uh, but like, that's my thing. Like, and then by the way, like people go to sporting events. I, I, dude, I love sports just as much as anybody else. But people are like, hey man, you watching the Super Bowl? I go, 
I couldn't even tell you who's been in it the last five or six or seven years. By the way, I'd love anybody listening in to tell me who played last year's Super Bowl. Not, you know, one month ago, two months ago at the time of this recording, but who played the year before that? You might remember, but tell me three years ago. But I guarantee you not only spent the day, if not the week, preparing for the Super Bowl. And that time, I was burning up the phone. I was making YouTube videos. I was working. I was working and building. And that's all we were doing. And people are like, <clears throat> how do you get so much done? And I'm like, how do you not get so much done? This is, a, I think this is another reason why I love you guys so much because people always think I'm weird. They're like, what about this Netflix special? And I'm like, I don't watch TV. And no. they just look at me like I'm an alien. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Or, and I'm like, or if, uh, yeah, or if you do watch that stuff, watch it after 11 o'clock. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right, not to right. say that like we don't, we, we went to movies. TV or movies and stuff. We've watched movies, we watched yeah. shows, we watched, um, uh, what was it, Naked and Afraid? Or is that alone? Oh. I would, so we, we watched both, both of those shows are good. I will just throw that out there right it's now. It's funny. Like, like we love those shows and then also simultaneously describes our sex life. But that's so weird. Like, naked and afraid. And then also, what? Okay, so you can edit that out, right, Dave? But like, it, it's just He's funny. not going to, just so you know. <laughs> we're like, trying to get our ratings up here. Come on, bring it up. We're sensational. That'll be a clip. You know, you can do those reels like the Joe Rogan clips. You know, we have a Fullerton Unfiltered podcast as our podcast, right? And so we were like, hey, we need to get those like JRE clips, right? Like, those go viral on their own. Don't abbreviate And then I was like, wait a minute. Because it's all terrible. I was like, what would our, our Fullerton unfiltered? Oh, F crap, you. they'd be FU clips. Like, <laughs> that's not going to work out on the, the mainstream. But, like, we still watched all those shows. We watched them at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. We're drooling on ourselves. We're going to bed. But, like, we wa I watched The Mandalorian. I didn't watch it at 7 p.m. weekday mainstream Wednesdays when it came out and everybody's building hype on social media. I watched the show three months later in the winter, in the off season, when I had a little bit more downtime for my core business, mm -hmm. right? Like I didn't miss anything by figuring out what little Yoda's doing. Like, <laughs> dude, you're a grown man at 30. Yeah. Like, like it's just bizarre to me. We swing the pendulum hard. So like we have times where we agree, okay, we are hitting it, we're on all eights. Like we don't have a whole lot of free time. We don't have a lot of social time. This is what we're doing in this season. And yeah. then we'll plan like our vacation and we'll do it big and we'll, we don't have problem. Then you don't feel guilt spending that money. Like I've never felt guilty about talk, a single vacation we've done. Talk yeah. to them Talk to them about one of our core things is the book, The One Thing. <clears throat> I'm sure you guys have read it. If you guys haven't listened in, I, I think it's a great read. It's one of my top five. But there's a chapter in there called uh, Counterbalance. Right. So a lot of people always ask, like, how do you guys get so much done? I'm like, actually, it's pretty chaotic. Nothing is balanced in our life right now, mm -hmm. but we're big advocates of counterbalance. So uh, mm -hmm. talk about that for a second. I think balance, <clears throat> people get confused. Like, well, I should be able to be home every day after work, you know, for five o'clock and eat dinner with my family. I don't have a problem as a wife and mother explaining to my kid, yeah, daddy's not going to be home for dinner tonight because he's out there fighting for our family. You want nice things? You want to go on this trip? Okay, cool. Then when daddy gets home, we're going to act so excited to see him because he just laid it all on the line this week. Yep. Like if you, you know, edify your other, you know, your, your spouse or whatever to your kids, there are ways you can pitch everything. And, you know, as long as your heart is in the right place, of course. But I've never had an issue like he's going to get ready to leave this next week. He's doing his um, spring tour. I'm nine months pregnant, like could have the baby at any moment. And we're like, okay, realistic plan. If I go into labor, my mom will be at the birth center with me. You can fly home from wherever it is and be, I'll home, be home in three, four hours, in three, four hours and it'll <clears> be yeah. fine. Some people look at that and they're like, you're insane. Like I would, I would never forgive my husband for missing the birth of my child. I'm like, but it's for the child that he's doing this. Like right. it's, right. you know, <clears throat> so it's all about perspective. And the counterbalance to that is, you know, we're in a position where when we do have the baby, Brian's able to be home. I've asked for 15 days of nothing like of just being together as a family. And then you know what, let's go get it. We have like plans after that, but. And I can be available yeah. for that. But if you don't if you don't have that margin or get that surplus or swing the pendulum of work to get the pendulum of. So like, like let me give you a quick example. Like <clears throat> if you wanna work out, be a good parent, be a good spouse, 
uh, eat right. And it's hard to do all of it at once. Like you can like pick one or two things, maybe three. I've never seen anybody pick seven things and be great at it. Right. And my analogy is look at Olympians. Like, yes, they're like the gold medal winners, but usually their personal life is, uh, frankly, it's a mess. Uh, their their finances sometimes is a mess. We all know like the the athlete that goes broke. And so um, they, they're, they're not there for their kids. Kobe's not there. Kobe, you know, rest in peace. He was not there for his kids. Mm -hmm. And some people will be like, well, you're a bad parent. And he'd be like, well, I'm a great parent because I'm teaching my kids to win at the highest level. So it's just like whatever level you want to play at. That's why we're not judging if anybody wants to do whatever. But you can't typically be a nine or a 10 in more than one if two things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so what we do is, hey, let's go be a 10 at something that day and some things are going to suffer. And look, you got to put the Cheerios back in the bowl, right? But then, hey, let's swing the pendulum and then we're going to take a family trip for a week and daddy's not going to be working and daddy's going to be all in. By the way, and of course, your kids want time and love. They don't care about nice things. They don't give a shit. But at the same time, it is nicer to go on a cruise on Royal Caribbean than it is packed in like sardines on Carnival. Yeah. Right. It is nice to go rent out a private beach home at Dustin, Florida on a private beach than to go do spring break beach, you know, when you're down paying $100 a night at the Holiday Inn, uh, you know, or some, down some crack alley, you know, motel. Right. So like, <laughs> yeah, and some people like, like we grew up in the motel, I, you know, yeah. and I didn't, I didn't hate it. I was grateful for it. And I'm, of course it was all about the quality time, but like, I would say like, if you lie about that, you'll lie about other things too. People are like, oh, I don't need a $50,000 Mercedes. I, you know, I, I'm just fine with a $20,000 Ford Fusion. Sure. With a hundred thousand miles on it. I'm like, dude, just stop lying. Yeah. Just, like lie to yourself. Don't lie to people. Don't lie to the public. Right. Like you can lie to yourself. That's your own ramifications, but don't lie to each other. Don't lie to your spouse. Like here's one other thing. Like Ask your wife, ask your spouse, hey, would you rather go chase your career or would you like to be a stay-at-home wife or mom to your three kids? Presented the opportunity, most women, and you can call me chauvinistic, I don't give a crap. Most women would love to be stay-at-home moms and, and take care of their kids. And if you're a high-performing uh, achiever wife, then that's awesome too. Like nobody's going to slate you for doing either or. But Trisha, I'm sure there's times where you're like, mommy's got to work. And then there's times, hey, mommy's going to go on tour with Trent and go be number one hockey mom. Mm -hmm. And to have that flexibility, like that's yeah. what I love about what we do. Is but I you mean, can't do both. Right. Yeah, you absolutely. Can't do, you can't do both at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that pendulum has to swing. And so not to interrupt, but I just, I don't want to leave that point. Like you can't do all of it at once. Yeah. Like you got to like, mommy's got to close seven homes this week or hire three new people or onboard this. And then guess what? I'm going to send my son out. And people are like, you're not going to drive with your son across the state line or the border. Like, what do you mean you're going to send him with the team or the crew or the coach bus with like the hockey team? You're not going to be there in the car with him? No, he's a grown adult. He's 17, 18, 19 years old. He can figure it out. But mommy will be there at five o'clock at puck drop on Friday to be there within the stand, number one mom supporting. Yeah, I sent Trent to Paris when he was eight because we were opening the new elite office that you guys came to. And they're go. like, we want Trent to come and, and go to Paris and play hockey in France. And I'm like, can't. Me right. and his dad, we work together. We're opening this office. And they're like, we'll pay for him and take him. I'm like, great. And everybody's like, are you joking? You are the worst. And I'm like, am yeah. I really? Because I just did a podcast with Trent and it's exactly what you're saying. Like yeah. he he specifically, like Kylie's like, did you, did you miss your mom when you were growing up? And he's like, I mean, very seldom I might have one or two memories. He's like, but I, I, I notice what I noticed is my clothes got nicer. Yeah. Our house got bigger. She she was able to say yes to everything that personal I needed trainers. and wanted. Yeah, personal, yeah, trainers, personal trainers, hockey camps, Paris. Yeah. Like if yeah. I wanted to go do it, my mom could say yes and I could go do it. And there was never a moment where I had to go, 
do we have the money for it? Because I knew my mom would sell a house or make away. And like, I continue that now. Like, I'll be like, well, Trent, blah, blah, blah. This is really expensive. And he's like, well, if you want a cheaper life, make less money. You're not going to do that. So we're going to keep spending it. Yeah. So keep working. <laughs> okay. So let me, let me, let me, uh, that's so good. That's so true. Okay. Here, here's something that I found that works for Liz and I, right? Is we have uh, weekly meetings that keep us on uh, schedule for a couple and yes. for our family. Love that. But annually, and I do this with my employees too, by the way, is you get a consensus. What do we want to do this year? Right? Like you have to touch base with your employees. You have to touch base with your with your family. Like, hey, do we want to, and you know, if you're driving a car and you're going around a racetrack, right? You're not just ramrodding it in sixth gear the whole time. You're going to, you're going to find out that you're going to go into a corner. So there's times you're going to fifth gear, fourth gear, third gear, fourth gear, fifth gear. And that's what you have to, in my opinion, and these are the people I'm learning from. This is what I've noticed is like they communicate, hey, team, what do you guys want to accomplish this year? Hey, family, what do you want to accomplish this year? Hey, this might be like this next 12 months for us. We're building a home. We're having a second baby. We got like another 80 grand on the books for our company, which is like 10, 15 percent growth. Like there's a lot going on all at once. But it's a uh, consensus decision, like the family unit, the family farm. And then my guys, the team, I said, Hey, what do you guys want to do? They're like, hey, we want to make more money. I want to, one guy wants to buy a Harley Davidson. The other guy wants to get an apartment. Okay, so you guys are motivated to make more money. This isn't a, hey, let's just, you know, downshift a gear. Everybody just kind of coast. No, it's they're hungry. They're hungry. We're hungry. We got another baby. Everybody wants to make more money. Okay, I got a consensus. Now let's go get it. But if you're just like this, this, you know, I'm a leader. I'm out front. I'm going to, I'm a trailblazer. Yeah, if you're just top down, you're like, hey, everybody's growing and everybody's doing this. Well, dude, like somebody might have just had their third kid. They're having trouble in school. They, they're considering homeschooling. And actually, they were about to ask you to go down to part time. And you're asking, you're thinking you're going to ask them to start working 60 hours a week. Like there's a complete dissonance there, right? And then people wonder, oh, I just can't keep anybody. Or you just can't find good help anymore. I'm like, maybe you're not being a good leader, which is a good listener first. Then build consensus. Now, that doesn't mean you lower your goal. It's you take inventory of what's out there. And then anything that's missing, you go figure out. Hire another person, hire another team member, hire, hire house help, right? Whatever that is. We do that personally. Like Brian took on a lot of the household tasks when I had Emmy. Like he does a lot. He did all of the laundry for I don't know how many months straight, all yeah. of the dishes. And he's like, you know, this isn't working for me anymore. And I'm like, okay, what's the solution? And he's like, okay, we're getting laundry service, which our moms think we are just insane yeah. <laughs> that people come and pick up our laundry. But it's what works for us. Mm -hmm. I can pay somebody to do it. And it's less than it would, you know, he'd be making more doing something else than doing laundry. And it is well, what it is. Go ahead. You want to keep going on that? No, I'm just, that's what we talk about like at our weekly meetings is like, is this still working for you? Or is, you know, just we need to shift in something and it, you know, you do it with your employees, you should do it with your spouse too. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing to remember is for everybody is like what gets you to this level won't necessarily get you to the next I love level. That. Right? I love that level. You, you right have that. to be well. able to say, to communicate again, like that's the theme I feel like comes out of this talk is like communication is everything. Like if yeah. you want to be successful, communicate with your spouse, communicate with your people, like over communicate and listen. Yeah. I love that you said listen because that's the part like I'm always working on. We're all working on it. <laughs> you and me both. All we actually so we have together in the trades. We're bringing so we have together in the trades not because we know everything about marriage like we've been married for uh, eight years eight years yeah we, we definitely don't have it all figured out our whole role probably between like one and six is probably not the healthiest thing <laughs> so we bring in actual professionals because we're like we if we know that we're sucking at this we know that people in our industry probably need the help too 
And yeah, we, we're too prideful to go get marriage counseling, so we'll host a so conference, we'll host a conference about <laughs> marriage. I'm about that life. And bring people in. We bring in legit counselors, yeah. like a mar- like licensed marriage counselors, and that's the biggest topic this year is communication and how to receive communication too, because yeah. that's a big thing. Is it's really easy to be like, ah, you need to do this, but to like receive it on the other end as well. Yep, yep. Well, and, and that's the thing too. Um, not not to be like again, we're not gurus here, okay, folks. Like we're we're learning. This is like stuff that works. I always tell people. One of my like go-to lines is like, look, nobody nobody wants to document the beginning because it always is ugly for everybody, yeah, right? right. <laughs> um, I always say like on Instagram, there's no, if I, if, it, if I could change any one thing of Instagram or social media, it'd be to have another tab, which would be the low light reel. Because mm. that's the stuff that never makes it on social, right? Right. So everybody's got the highlight reel and the reels and the cute <laughs> little audio tracks and like their best photo and their family. I'm like, hey, why don't you show me the 2 a.m. you know marriage fight that you guys were both gonna get divorced? Why don't you show me when your equipment was broken or a broker quit or you invested all this time and money into a key person that you're like, this is going to change our game. And they quit and they just had a different vision. Like, show me the low light reel. Right. right. So, so go ahead. Do you have a thought? Oh, it's just, that's why we put it all on social media. We're not anybody special. Like, there is not a single thing you can find in our story that's like, that's the secret. That's the one thing. But by putting it out there, like we feel we wish somebody had put it out there so we could have taken a much easier road to to relate to empathize like other people Mm -hmm. are going through bad days other people in my industry it's lawn care landscaping right so it's always uh, equipment employees and weather and you like the whole like what is it good quality and fast or whatever pick Mm -hmm. two i said the same thing with my 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 business it's weather employees or equipment pick two because like something's always going on like everybody shows up everything's working and it's effing rain Or, or like there's no rain uh, my guy showed up, but the equipment broke. You know, it's always, so, so there's always life. And yeah. so I told Liz, I said, when we started doing some social media, I said, I want to show the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Because nobody wants to show the, the beginning. I said, we all know the end. Everybody, you know, you, you can't go on Instagram for 10 seconds and not see the nice car, the nice jet, the beautiful husband, the beautiful spouse or girl, you know, like, so I said, well, why, why doesn't anybody show the middle? The middle's like the grunt phase, the 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 battle the star phase. The most important part. And yeah, that's I'm really like, what yeah, people you... want to see. Yeah. They want to know, like, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one that's a mess. Like we were talking about, yes. like, um, I did like a leadership lunch, and we were talking about like how we don't have a lot of friends. And I'm like, yeah. it's crazy because like when I, I I even when I I have to be like super intentional to try to like have a friend. We talk about that all the time. And then we were, li- I was listening to Michelle Obama's book and she's like, yeah, we did a national study and 12% of people in the nation have zero friends and sure. a third have less than three. And I'm like, so this isn't a us problem. This is a world problem that nobody's right. brave enough to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. We're all on social media, but yeah, we're so disconnected. Right. Right. Isn't it ironic? And, and, and that's, that's just the bun up that thought. Like that's why we wanted to show the middle. It wasn't like, Hey, here's us and look at us. And you know, here's the wins. It's like, no, dude, we're all in this pursuit of growth. And like, how many times has everybody said like, it's success is a journey, not a destination, mm-hmm. right? The old one. And then like, you get the Louis Vuitton bag or you get the Tesla or you get the watch or you get the nicer home and you go, nah, like it, it's cool. You're, you're glad. Like, the thank fight God. for it was so much more But fun. you're like, dude, I don't really care. Cause like one of my go-to lines, and I know you know this one is from Darren Hardy. He's like my boy, like shout out to Darren. If you ever listen to this, like, <laughs> Uh, if anybody's got Darren's cell phone, like, give him my number. Tell him Brian said good things about him. But anyway, which way, like his one of his lines is, "You can never quite own success. You can only rent it, and that rent is due every day." Mm. So, like, okay, you do the work, and then you go get a purse or a car or a watch. What do you do in the next day? Because if you don't, like, like you can, there's only one way to coast, right? Downhill. Mm-hmm. Nobody's coast. Nature. I'm a landscaper. Nothing in nature is stagnant. 
nothing. If it is, it's a swamp, and that's not producing like quality life. Right. Like the freakish creatures are in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So something's growing, or it's dying. And it, it might be ripe for three days. We all get some bananas. They're ripe for about three days, and yep. then after that, what are they? They're bad. I, I disagree. They're great for tortas. Oh, <laughs> there you go. There's always one out there, right, Dave? <laughs> I was kidding. Exception to the rule. But like, like you can't, you can't coast. And so, anyway, I just want to say, like, if you're on this journey, like, it 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 sounds so easy to say, but like in the thick of it is actually the funnest. Yeah. Like when it's the shit, like that's the best. We always realize that we have the most arguments when things are good. Well, that, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. Idle time. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm like, hey, like, like, I'm like, if we're fighting each other, then we're not fighting the enemy. <gasps> that's so good. Right, and I'm like, dude, we like, so I'm like, if something's getting in the way of intimacy or communication, it's because something else is messing with uh, with a puzzle. Typically, mm-hmm. usually your own thought process number two, and then you can go down different levels after that. But usually, like it's a priorities thing or a communication thing, right? So I'm like, if we're fighting each other, or the horses are at different ends of the cart, like nothing's getting accomplished. In fact, like not only are we sacrificing, let's talk income for a second. Not only are we sacrificing the income today, but if we actually accomplish the level we wanted to get to, what's the daily income at that level that we're actually sacrificing? Right. So right now you're like, oh, I make a hundred bucks a day. Okay. But in five years, you want to make a thousand bucks a day. So you're not just sacrificing the hundred dollars a day by being an immature idiot and not figuring out your problems. You're really sacrificing the five year alcohol of a thousand dollars a day or $50,000 a day. Right. Pick your level. And I'm like, Liz, we can't afford to not only not make the income today, but not make the income later. Right. Right. Because if right. we're all in this like success and investing and compounded interest and compounded returns, right? Like, why are we being so immature to not just figure it out? And that just, it's just real talk, man. Like everybody wants the nice things. Everybody wants a nice life. But like, here's one analogy I have. Like if I could ever make, you guys do a bunch of social media stuff. If I could ever make a video that that would be like a YouTube short or just like a short video, it'd be like some guy that looks GQ as hell, but like you would put some kind of like infrared light or black light or something like that. <clears throat> and he would like, you know, have his shirt off or something. And you would see like the, like all these scars all over the dude. Like you'd see a scar on his arm, you'd see like a scar on his neck, you'd see one across his chest where he had a heart attack. Like it's all like, you know, metaphors. You see the one on his back that's like like a 12 inch scar. And you'd be like, dude, what the hell is that? Well, that's when his business partner stabbed him in the back. Mm. And I'm like, dude, it'd be like this real, cause everybody thinks success is like the Lambo and all this stuff. But really it's the guy that's just, he's got the dark circles, the wind, you know, uh, on his face, on his hair. He's just, he's just, you know, wind burned and he's just, crushed and he's like all scarred up and like he just looks like he came out of a bear attack yeah you know that's the successful guy mm-hmm. but everybody thinks it's the lambos and all this stuff and so and i don't know if you can relate to any of that but it's like dude you and i have just paid dues and just ate dirt for like five six years <laughs> and like we got like 12 minutes of success and people are like you're successful i'm like well really because i haven't slept in five years i don't feel successful even though you buy the nicer things and started to get the nicer things i'm like no actually success for us was when we didn't sleep for about five years straight and we put it all on the line. Yeah, people are like, oh, you're going to have, you know, two kids under two. You're never going to sleep again. I'm like, I wasn't sleeping anyway. We weren't sleeping <laughs> anyway. That's the, be- that's the best line. No, we like, just get entertainment. You know? Yeah, like <laughs> we weren't sleeping anyway. How do you get so much done? I'm like, well, we weren't sleeping much before. And then really that's the, uh, the uh, I hate to say like haters or discouragers, but like it just shines a light, a light on other people's lack of ambition and discipline. But people say, <clears throat> wait till you have kids and see if you can keep up then. Wait, oh, when you have your first one, you'll slow down. Like they're betting against you. 
and some of these people are like quote unquote friends or peers and like wait till you guys have kids you'll see how how difficult it really is because they have two kids and they just want to feel better about themselves because that's what they use and i'm like actually i'm going to work harder like we have a podcast episode today it was called reasons or excuses Mm, they're kind of both the same but like some people have like well i have kids i can't go to work and then other people say i have kids that's why i have to go to work yeah yes that's why i have to win perspective right and i loved that because um i think that when you're a high achiever, I was talking about this the other day, like you're so self-aware, right? And you understand the perspective. And we actually did an episode too that was like excuses or like reasons to thrive, right? Like when Trent got pulled, he got called on a Thursday and they're like, bring him 25 hours north to Canada to live for the rest of his life. Uh, (laughs) When? By Monday, take your time. And I'm like, Take your time. You want me to take my firstborn son and bring him to another country and leave him in three days? Yeah. Yeah, no problem. And I was like, I could have made like one bajillion. Oh, and I had to go run a marathon three days after that in Hawaii. The the oh, other yeah, side. And, there of was, the and then there was the Christmas party. Was and the, in the Christmas middle. party for our company was two days on Saturday. Oh, big and deal. Yeah. And I was like, I could have made like all of these excuses, or I could have been like, how are we going to get this done? And so yeah. it was, how are we going to get this done? And like, you guys are the same way. Like, you're like, okay, we got really good at this business now what can we add in all right now we got good at this what can we add in we gotta get this we can now we can add in and you like keep adding and you're like constant here's all our reasons adding the things yeah and I love what you said about the kids too because often a lot of my realtors are females and so they're like oh well I have kids and I'm like your kids should be your reason it should be your reason why you refuse to quit the reason why you you get on that phone and make those calls like that is that is my fire and my like to prove everybody wrong like I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna slay it and my kid's gonna grow up and be amazing and I don't care what any of you guys say because I'm gonna make this happen like let's go this is happening we dig it yeah that was me though I was uh when we first started coaching together she was like so what's the biggest impediment to you reaching your goals I'm like my kids and putting on pants I don't want to do either of those things And she's like, no, your kids should not be on that list. Yeah. Pants I can see, but kids should not be on the list. What's up with the pants thing? Is there we'll a get you there? yoga pants. Okay, yeah. That's for next time. Okay. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah, it, it, I, I like what you said about the self-aware thing. And, and it really, like, the reasons or excuses thing. I'd love to hear, listen to that podcast episode if you guys um, send it to me. Because that would be really cool one to hear your guys' perspective. Yeah. But, like, um, I think all, all the time people um, – they don't realize that they can build a support system around them mm-hmm. and a team around them. Like that's what we learned uh, along the way. And and I have a, a personal friend of mine. I, I believe he's becoming a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Tom. And he said, um, business is a team sport. You know, and a lot of people when you're self-employed or you're a business owner or a small business owner, like, you know, the three most uh, dangerous words or expensive words in the English language are do it yourself. And what do we all want to do? Because we're drivers and we're, we're uh, quote unquote high achievers, if you want to use that, like we all think we can do it the best. And and reality is like if somebody can do it 70, 80 percent of as good as you, that's a really good person to delegate to mm-hmm. and have on your team. This has <clears> been a big thing for me recently because I, you know, having two under two, I'm not going to be able to eventually homeschool my kids and perform in the same capacity I am now. And so I, you know, for so long, my ego has been wrapped up in what I physically do and Versus getting the job done. And, 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 you know, and so it's what's better for Emmy looking at me because I want to raise a strong woman, you know, and is it, well, mommy had, you know, 16 different things on her plate and she did all of this and, you know, it was whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or mommy is a freaking boss and mom, you know, delegated this to this person and, you know, it made it so that she had free time and we went to the zoo and she was also closing you know, these huge brand deals on this. Like it, that to me looks cooler than mommy had, you know, all of the stuff that she's entrenched in and then didn't have time for any of it. Yeah. yeah. 
<clears throat> yeah, I, I think build, it goes back to like, what's the goal and how are you trying to accomplish it? And, you know, uh, if you're like in a canoe and it's just you like swimming on this thing and like, you know, pulling the paddles and the oars or whatever, like, dude, you're only going to go so far so fast. Mm -hmm. But like if you have two or three people in the canoe with you, you and your spouse, let's say, and whether it's a little rowboat thing or, you know, you guys are both doing the double thing, dude, even better. But we've all seen like, you know, the videos of like some, you know, Princeton school and they got the little like creek and shit out front and they got like some row, you know, team out there and there's 20 stud athletes just rowing this thing. And it's like going 45 miles an hour. They're all like huffing and puffing, but they're not, you know, uh, running red line either. You know, they're in a strong, moderate row, but they got a team that's helping them do it, right? They're all in this thing together, making this whole ship move. And then people are going to be like, like, it's always weird. Like, like on teams, there's an MVP, but like the whole team wins. Like, yeah. by the way, Super Bowl just finished up a month ago. Uh, I ask people all the time, like, do you actually know how many Super Bowl rings get made? Do you guys happen to know this one, by the way? No. So how, if you had to guess, how many Super Bowl rings get made for a, uh, a team that wins the Super Bowl? I don't know how many. I don't even know how many people are in a football team. Twelve. Okay, so let's say there's like sixty. Good. Forty. I think there's like 40, 60 guys on the team, right? There's you a think, lot on those wow. sidelines. So all yeah. all the players, right? Like they're right. the ones that play. Yeah. Uh, incorrect answer, right? So all the athletic director, the whole athletic team, the medical team, the ownership, all the people that have anything to do with the team, all get a Super Bowl ring. I love that. So there's really like two hundred fifty plus rings. Oh, wow. That get made for the Super Bowl winning team, right? So. Why? Because it's a team effort. It's not the quarterback that threw the touchdown because that guy would never be there without the athletic guy or the junior athletic guy on the team that did the physical therapy to get his arms and you know legs ready for, you know, stretching, you know, four hours before the game. Yeah. Right. So but everybody's like, I got a spike. I got a touchdown. I got to be like the game winning, whatever. Right. No, you have to build a team and the team wins championships, not just you. But what does everybody want to do? They want the limelight, the spotlight. They want to be the guru. They want to be the answer person. Dude, I listen. I say this all the time. We, we have, you know, the line I'm going to yeah. go with next. You can be right or you can be rich. Ooh. Well, what I was what you were talking about was how you're able to delegate to your company. And I think that what that really comes down to and the difference between people who like a lot of people can get success, right? But to to keep it, especially in the real estate industry, I don't know about the lawn landscaping, but like we see people just like blow up, right? Like they're willing to make yep. the calls, they're willing to do things, but you know what I see happens? Ego. Oh, yeah. They get that ego and they're like then they're like the Lambos, the watches, the, the and they stop. There's so many real estate brokers, they they stop getting on the phones, they stop teaching they stop selling they stop doing all the things they're just flashing their stuff yep. and then they explode like you guys are talking about like stay humble yeah. like be humble enough to know like there's always someone who has more there's always somebody that's doing better you know what i don't have to do everything because there's other people that can do it better so i should pay them to do it right like let's mm -hmm. delegate this out let's stay humble that there's a million other people that are better than us and let's stay coachable right and i love how you're always talking about like your books and your podcast because i'm always yeah. i'm like you don't need to read this book because i just told you the whole thing because yeah. i read like seven books at one time right right, right? right. well I, I think um talking about the the humility and and really the uh comparison game i mean i, I here's what i'll just talk, talk about me and you can weigh in on this liz but like i've tried because i was such a basket case you know like i've and i had to put me back together humpty dumpty over here right like i can let that unravel really quickly mm -hmm. right like i have to know my strengths and weaknesses as a human being yeah right and like what works for somebody might not work for you but like if I start playing the compare game, I can get very jealous, very bitter, very envious really quick, right? Like, 
And then you start, then there's like all these different games you play, right? Like the justification game. Well, that guy has this because he doesn't have a kid or a wife, mm. right? Like, oh, this uh, uh, husband, of course, he's got this because look at his wife or look at this wife's got this going on because look at his husband. He does this, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you can really uh, put yourself in a negative headspace really quickly on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Most recently, so we have friends that we run together in the trades with that the almonds, if you've ever heard anything of ours, I think we talk about them all the time. Yeah, they're great. They're <laughs> it's great. probably creepy. They're like one of our best friends. They're long distance. We're, we're only good at being friends with people at a distance, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, like the whole see them four times a year thing. Yeah. Like, like we're that really works. good at intentional friendship, but like casual friendship, just forget it. We don't have time for it. <laughs> it's yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they recently built this dream shop for their business. And it was so cool to see because like as our friends were cheering them on, but all of this is happening as we pull the plug on our own project. And we have six different storage units. Like until recently, we never even owned our own grass like and we own this lawn care company like and you know we're on the internet and we're like well we're a big deal writing books we have lal we have all this stuff figured out but like in the back end we feel like such a fraud and then to have this happen with our friends we're like oh well it's just because you know this that and they're like no this is how like things get really sour really quickly like you have to keep yourself accountable and in a good headspace and well it's and, so and hard sometimes for, and it really is something you have to work on yourself and what we were accomplishing was different what they're they're accomplishing right and by the way they're at a different seasonal life than we are like yeah. we're popping out little babies and they've got their youngest at you know five and their oldest at 10 and they're kind of like self-sufficient mm -hmm. and there's just certain things that we physically can't do and that's okay but like i think really if if i can give an encouraging word is and a lot of you guys have heard this before but really like there's two different people in life, right? Like one is, I've heard this before. Okay, that's fine. Or maybe you haven't heard this before. Praise the Lord. You know, chalk that up to learning new things today. But then really the person that I want to challenge the most, if you're listening to this, is like, how much are you applying? Mm -hmm. Right? Like we've all heard all the same kind of success. Like success to me is very finite. There's not like a lot of like new success that's kind of coming out. Do you know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying though? Yeah, right. but, but what do we all do? Endlessly self-help. Endlessly listen to audiobooks, endlessly go to conferences and and all this stuff. But I'm like, look, there is. It's going to take you a decade. Most people probably take you a decade. It yeah. took me about 15 years because I'm a slow learner. But <laughs> once you kind of realize that success is pretty finite, you have to then start realizing like, how much am I implementing and applying all this stuff? Because we've all heard like, get up at six, work out, eat right, do all this stuff. How many people? Have, everybody knows how to get healthy. Yeah. But like, like the missing link isn't like you need to know more about being healthy to be healthy. It's an action thing, mm -hmm. yeah. right? So here's here's what I've found that's worked for me over the last five years. And this is just a silver bullet. of all, The only time I'll probably ever say that is you just have to start comparing yourself to yourself. Because, man, I will tell you, like the definition of insanity is like comparing yourself to other people. Mm -hmm. And it's just not a fair comparison. Right. But like the same time last year you know, record keeping really helps, but hey, you know, we had this much revenue for the company or I made this many phone calls or uh, I, you know, worked out this many times that week. Like those are the stuff that you can control, right? Like we've all heard how many, you know, control your uh, actions and your attitude, mm -hmm. right? That's the only thing control you control. Control the controllables. Control the controllables, right? Amen. But how many times do we, then we get on Instagram and then we see people like slaying it or killing it or crushing it or girl boss. And then we go, man, I don't know what they're doing that I'm not. Dude, like already you're going down. I'm just telling you, that's the first step on a journey of like the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. You have to look back inside and go, hey, good for them. I don't know the life circumstances. Good for them. Mm -hmm. Right. Like maybe their parents gave them a hundred grand last week and they were able to buy that car or that home. Right. You don't right. know. 
you don't know, maybe they just hit the lottery or maybe she got a pension or a buyout or uh, they sold some stock off like as, a, as an early employee and now it like, you know, appreciated 50X. Or like something terrible happened and someone passed away. Yeah. yeah. Or they're not really killing it. Like there was an agent I thought that was like slaying it. Yeah. I looked up his numbers and it was nothing and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Should, yeah. yeah compare it's really to easy to rent a Lambo. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all the, that's for sure. But like, I, I would just encourage people like stop. This is what I had to do. I'm, I'm not telling you guys what to do. This is what I had to do. Stop comparing external right and start comparing internal like okay so we're at the cruise ship you know uh i call it uh at charlevoix for the dinner cruise <laughs> like you don't know that that guy might be three or six or eight generations deep in wealth right mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. like that's a that's a 75 million dollar boat out in the, in the harbor and he's got a 25 million dollar home with a 25 million dollar jet that guy's eight families deep in like you know chase jp morgan chase or whatever. He's a nephew. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying that's the case. And it's no, and there's not no excuses. saying that like you should say, well, oh, I'm never going to get there. I might as well not even try. Like, we're not saying that, but just look at apples to apples. Yeah. So. Give, give yourself a fighting chance. Like we, we, we compare insurance a lot. I'm sure you guys do too. Mm -hmm. Like I always tell people like, Hey, I can beat anybody's rate with insurance. I can beat anybody's rate with long landscaping services. You could probably beat anybody's price for, for your services. But like, what are you really getting? Yeah, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. And, and you got to compare apples to apples. Like, oh, this insurance policy is two grand a year and that one's two grand a year. But this one doesn't have the same kind of coverage, but this one has terrorism insurance. It's like, dude, they're totally different policies. Yeah, I can throw a sign in your yard and not talk to you again. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. hundred bucks so <laughs> for my sign. Work on yourself. Work on the control, the controllables. I like that. That's a great line. And, and, and own it. Like, make it personal to you. And like... Uh, you want to be the hardest working person like in the room, right? Like that's something that I've always tried to strive at. Like you walk into something, you go, look, I don't know anybody's success here, but I know what I did this week and I'll put my calendar against anybody else's, right? Like like create yourself as like a, like Trent's uh, going into the, the pros and all this stuff and it's crazy watching his career unfold. Like he's got to be a first round draft pick, but you have to do first round draft pick activities. Right, yeah. You don't just become a first round draft pick or what, or second or 20th, mm -hmm. right? So I tell people like compare your calendar to yourself, Worry about what you can control, and and I think that'll give a lot of people the grace and the and the freedom to live in their own skin, work at the level you want to participate at, pay the dues that you want to pay. Right? Like we talked about that, mm -hmm. and I think that's a that's a solid recipe for not only success but also happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that because if you look at where you were five years ago, you're like, oh, it's, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And, that's and, so much better to look at than somebody else. Yeah. And you can read this in the in the books, but I'm telling you, until you apply it, it it's it, it's it's it just sounds like other good stuff that other people say. But I will challenge you, like, learn it, apply it. Um, you will see it to come true in your own life. It's not success. Isn't like this elusive, esoteric thing, right? Like it's finite. Yeah. And, and I I always use I I honestly I came from very, very humble beginnings, like double wide trailer. And I was like, man, some people are just born with it. Some people were warrant. And I had the challenge, like that thought even. I'm like, where did I learn that? You know, and by the way, uh, I heard a great line. It might've been Darren Hardy, go figure. He's like my go-to. <laughs> but he said like, you have to think about what you're thinking about when your effort is low. Mm. You know, like when you're having a bad day, it's probably because you're thinking bad thoughts. And then you got to think, why the hell am I thinking bad thoughts? Right? Like we, we one of our life things was, hey, if, it's okay to have a pity party. Everybody has them. It's okay to have a bad day. But don't let it be a bad day. Let it be a bad 15 minutes. Right. 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 Like put a finite time, like lock that down. Like I'm, I'm in a pissy mood for the next hour. Don't talk to me. Okay. That's fine. But after an hour, dude, you got 11 more hours in the workday, eight more hours in the workday. I literally day. go, I'm going to go cry in the shower and then I'll, when I get out, I'll be fine. I do the yeah. same thing. Yeah. I won't cry once my makeup's on for the day. We just you know, cry. Like I like, that's okay. That's the cutoff. That's a lot of work it's like just, that we put know, into that. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't have time for that. You have the same privilege. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
but I say, I'm going to go cry in the shower, eat, and then I'm going to come out. I'm going to eat my feelings, you know, like, like order lunch or get some DoorDash. And then after, normally for most dudes, it's, it's, there's the three S's, but if you can just at least, just at least do like sleep and some supper, you'll, you'll be fine with two thirds of making a guy happy. Okay. But like, that's, that's for me. I just need to take, take a, a, a nap, go eat some Jimmy John's. And then usually I'm back up on the horse. Okay. So anyway, I don't know if that helps. That's an extra, that's a bonus tip. It's good. It's good. We have three fun questions and then we're going to let you guys go. You guys have poured so much good knowledge. Thank you. Thank and actually, you. before we ask our three questions, yeah. uh, you guys have poured out so much knowledge. Can you let our listeners know like where they can listen to your podcast, yeah. see your stuff, find you guys? Uh, really simply, first off, you got to give Liz a follow on IG. She's like the beautiful, cute, fun Instagram account. I love your Instagram that, account. She <laughs> makes Especially ev- if you're a mom, like all moms need to go see all her stuff. It's yes. so good. Liz is like my secret weapon. I'm telling you guys, I'm trying to like not let it be a secret weapon. I'm like, you need to do more. Like, you're awesome. Actually, you've taught me everything I know. Um, but where's uh, your Instagram account? Uh, Elizabeth Fullerton. Mm-hmm. All right, Elizabeth. Very, very, very easy. Very, very easy. Um, and then I'm at uh, on Instagram at Brian's Law Maintenance. Our YouTube channel, if you, God forbid you want to learn about lawn care, uh, it's, at, <laughs> it's at Brian's Law Maintenance on YouTube. And then our podcast is um, Fullerton Unfiltered. And we do three we do three shows a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And uh, you're on there about every, whenever I can get you, but every five to 10 episodes typically. Yeah. Which is always that's always our download best downloaded show. Like it's usually a bunch of nonsense by that point. It is so fun. <laughs> I was in my car and I stayed outside in my car listening to you guys really? this last episode <laughs> when you were talking. Me. She's about like, it. it's just the two of them talking, and they said it wasn't great, but this is good. Really? Yeah, wow. you guys are like, this is a train wreck, and I'm like, I'm sitting listening. I'm not. I haven't even went <laughs> I in love my a house train yet. wreck. Yeah, everybody looks at a good train wreck, right? Everybody does. <laughs> that's our secret. Forrest Gump your way to the finish <laughs> We've line. We've actually talked about doing like frequently asked questions on Fridays together just to give us. A topic because usually what happens is we have guests and like we you know plan out all these cool episodes and then when we get together we're like okay I don't even have a brain I'm like anymore. hey what do you want to talk about this week she goes I don't even know what we do and I go, <laughs> what's I go, my I name I go I don't even know either because you're so tired or exhausted or you're just you're just paying dues and grinding so you never out. know what's gonna be on. but um I, I think that's pretty much where you can find us and uh, super appreciate the the platform this is this is so much fun you guys are doing crazy th- it's crazy to see like you know a year you guys were what a year and a half into this thing yeah. we started in like december of 21 oh my god yeah. the world's ending still you yeah. know yeah. the world was still ending fire and brimstone i didn't even believe in this project until yeah. about like 25 episodes in oh my gosh. and she i got a text from someone's like i saw you on it. i'm like what pete this you is watch this oh my god that's so cool isn't it awesome You're it is fun. and i love i love what you said about like comparing yourself to yourself because um i had a lot of trouble with that um just like looking I spent my 20s like just destroying my life. And so like in my 20s, I'm looking at all these girls that I went to school with who Mm. didn't destroy their lives. Sure. And I'm like, man, they're really happy. They got a good marriage. They got a baby, you know, yada, yada. And then I God pulls me through the muck, Mm. you know, and then I come out the other side and I move back to Michigan. I actually start making like real and real life friends with these women. And they're like oh yeah, that was a crap show. Like we didn't wow. like each other. We hated each other. We hurt each other. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, our kids a mess or whatever. And I'm like, all right, okay. Yep. But like <clears throat> I was telling Trisha, I was looking at some of our first podcast episodes and I'm like, I had all my baby weight and I'm just like, man, this is amazing. Like, yeah. so I, I back that. I back that ideology 100%. Here, here, here's the last thing I'll say on that because I love that story, like that testimony, like through your test is your testimony, right? Like mm-hmm. here, here's one word that I use for us all the time. It's metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. Because like when the caterpillar goes in the little cocoon, it comes out a butterfly, you know, a couple minutes later or whatever, you know, like the whole story is. Like that's literally Liz and I. Like who we are, what we say, how we think, what we do, like how we treat each other. It's not even in the same galaxy just five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like 
we were so excited about cathedral ceiling on the third floor of the apartment. They're like, hey, you'll have the cathedral ceilings. Here's a quick tip. If you're living on the third floor of an apartment, you're bad broke, okay? <laughs> That's not a perk, okay? When they're charging you, like, they should give you a $20 discount. We paid for the privilege to walk up three flights of stairs. We're, we're building our dream home, Trisha, as you, as you guys know. And it's a 2,600 square feet is the first main level because we're master and everything's downstairs. We don't want to go upstairs ever again for the rest of our life. <laughs> The kids are up there, and that's their the, problem. There's a thousand square feet up there for the kids. I'll put them to bed until they're like five, six, seven, eight. After that, I am never going up on that part of the house ever again. The guy's like, hey, we should probably prep this for an elevator so it can go downstairs and upstairs. I go, no. I said, put an escalator for downstairs. But I am never going upstairs. Ever. He's like, he's like, oh, okay, dude, whatever. But I, 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 I kid, but it's the truth. Like we, We've come from so far back, and I'm just telling you, anybody out there, it's not going to happen in a day. It's not going to happen in a week, a month, or a year. But like, give yourself four or five years. Like, give yourself a fighting chance. And by the way, like, you know, if it takes seven or eight years, like, that's okay, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just just start. But I'm telling you, like, who we are today is a complete metamorphosis of who we were when we got started on this journey. And and I'm, I'm telling you, like, this stuff works. Binge watching YouTube videos or these podcasts or working out at night and, and all this stuff. Like, it works. You just have to work it, as, as cliche as it sounds. Mm -hmm. All right, three questions. Let's roll. Go. I got oh. you. If you could yeah. be, this is my question, if you could be any animal... What would you be? Oh, this is my kind of question. I love this Liz, question. Liz it's so revealing. Like Kylie, go. It Liz was... literally asked these on the way on the here. On the way here, I'm like, "What does spring smell like to you?" And he's like, "What?" Dude, you want to know that answer? That's a bonus. We'll do. That. We'll save that later. <laughs> yeah. So if we could be any one animal, animal, oh Jesus, I would be something I think that flies, but is also like, like I'd be like an eagle. Like I don't want something to take me out. Like I want to be able to take other things out, okay. but like light enough where I can fly around and like, like nimble. <laughs> She that was an in-depth thought. I want to be able to take people out and then fly away. <laughs> you just want to be an apex predator. I didn't predator. want to be at like the bottom of the food chain and be like a dove. You know, She's like did we not talk about the way I grew up? Okay. <laughs> you guys are bit bizarre. I'm what telling you. you I, okay, you so like maybe something like a, a weasel. A weasel? <laughs> what, Dave? What happened here? Dude, you can cut her out of this whole show. A weasel? Because you're like me, me, me. I don't know. <laughs> what is that? What is that on video? Please tell me this will be a clip. Me, yes. wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Dude. What would you be? I'm like, dude, this is so emasculating. It's like, it doesn't matter what I say now. I'm like, oh, I'd be an apex predator. You know, like, uh, I, I, would I think this. eagles actually eat weasels. <laughs> eagles eat weasels? Oh, my God. That's a, If that's not the yeah. title of this show, I swear to God. Like, eagles eat weasels. Listen, people. Everybody will watch it because they'll be like, what the what heck, the heck is, is it? I was going to say, like, apex predator, like, something. But it doesn't even matter now what I say. I, I was going to go with, like, uh, like a great white shark or something like that. That'd be oh, pretty. okay. Because like you can like explore a lot and you're like, dude, nobody's going to mess with you. <laughs> you're a great white shark, you know? I was like either that or like a lion, you know? Because like you're like the apex predator, bro. Like No, you, I, I sent you that video the hippo. of the... The lioness dragging the oh he, he yeah well that's yeah well that's Did why I want to be a lion domestic so regardless disturbance. of what you pick Liz is going to be a bigger thing that just eats you well so like a lioness when she's in heat they'll they'll make love a hundred times and if the husband's the male lion's not interested she'll bite his balls and like drag him by the balls just so I was like oh wow so I guess I'm gonna be a lion Dave like that's <laughs> hopefully you're not an eagle though but it may, could you be a lioness because if you're in heat for a hundred times I'm like. I was going to pick jackrabbit because those things were reproduced like crazy. Okay, I'm weird. But any which way, I'm going to go with great white this shark. This is very revealing. I'm a weasel great white shark. I like it. I'm a wark. I, I'm going to wark. Is that where, maybe this is where narwhals came from? That's got to be it. Like <laughs> mythical creatures are being created today. I think narwhals are real. We are losing real, all credibility.
Are they real? Norwals? <laughs> this is an I'm pretty sure question. they're real, right? <laughs> like, what's har what's harder to believe? A, a unicorn or a horse with a horn or a giraffe, right? Like, like if you had to look, compare those two creatures together, everybody's going to say a unicorn is way more realistic than a giraffe. Because yeah. we have deers. You, that's exactly it. Giraffes are creepy up front, though. That's like, what I'm when saying. I went to the zoo with my grandma in Florida, I had never been up close with a giraffe. Mm. And I'm like, dude, yeah. these are scary. They're not like cuddly little no. animals they'll like you see when you're a They'll, they'll, not. Like they'll wing tiger. their yeah. neck around and take you right out. <laughs> so hold on. So I have an unscripted question oh for God. sure. Oh dear. <laughs> Cut. The timer Hold can't on. go fast enough. No, <laughs> we have a few minutes. So I learned this from Bevan, who's going through the police academy, and they ask they ask the cadets these questions. Um, and her the best one was, "Who's your favorite villain?" Because it's easy to say who your favorite hero is. Everybody loves a hero, but who's your favorite villain? You want to go first? I'm trying to think like who's bad guys. Like, uh, oh, oh I, mine's instantly. I got it. Um, uh, there's a movie called Swordfish. Do you remember the movie Swordfish with uh, Hugh Jackman yeah. back in the day, the hacker movie? Yeah. And yes. uh, so basically, like, I, you know, spoiler alert if you don't want to know about the movie Swordfish. <laughs> Double tap, 30 second fast forward. Long story short, um, the bad guy in the movie is trying to get money out of this, like, secret, you know, CIA account to fund blowing up the bad guys. So he's like this vigilante. Mm -hmm. But you don't know that the whole time until, like, the last, you know, four minutes of the movie. That's Good cheating. movie? Classic movie. So. I forget the guy's name, uh, the character, you know, that John Travolta played. But I've, I've always said, because this country is going to hell in a handbasket, I said, if anything, God forbid, ever happened to like Liz and my family and I was like left alone, I did, I did a, a public record. I would be a vigilante because I'm so <laughs> sick and tired of so many messed up things. And somebody's got to clean it and the justice system isn't doing it. So oh, I, it I, sounds like that's our next, I would next be, podcast. Yeah, that's the crazy, creepy. But I'm, I, that swordfish character, like he's a bad guy. But really, at the end of the movie, you realize the dude's kind of the good guy, even though he's like crazy, you know, yeah. but any which way, that's my bad Her guy. Her face guy. while you're explaining this is no. priceless. She's like, well, I was kind of just thinking like Superman. Ursula. Yeah. I literally was thinking about Ursula because she eats a little shrimp and they always look so good. Or the hyenas in Lion King because they're just so Eddie she or Ed on, or whatever his name is. We're like, on the same level. We're on the same level. That was like not at all thought, what I was thinking. I was like deep thought answer. Like I thought this stuff through like because it's just ridiculous, but yeah. Okay. No, anyway, that's smart. I guess. What was uh, was that your uh, your son or your somebody that? That was my so Bevan, um, one of my good friends. Oh, okay. She was in real estate with me, and then something happened in her life, and well, she was long story short in the military for seven years. Okay. And what I love about her most is like if you met her, you would never guess that she can jump on your back and twist your head off, <clears throat> like like just totally Scar Joe kind of deal, yeah. like yeah, Black that. Widow. Yeah. So what 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 was like the uh, the psychology answer? Like you know when you saw like the black and white dots, and somebody's like, oh, axe murderer. It yeah. reveals more. More about your character because okay. I kind of went down the same road as you like but dark. a little bit more like I picked because she asked me she didn't explain it to me first she just asked me um she picked Bane from Batman which yeah. explains a lot about her sure but like um I picked uh the Joker from Batman yeah and she's like why I'm like because I have this there's always this duality and I just want to go to the other end of the spectrum and be crazy for no reason just see all. what happens I just want to be crazy for no reason you should do what it once the in a while hyenas already <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You like to laugh. <laughs> you like to laugh. Yeah, what's yeah. this hyena? I'm going to have to think. I don't know. I don't know why my mind mine's is like about Disney like, movies. Mine's probably about like... Uh, it means you're a good, you're a good like, uh, like Batman and Robin. Like I'm all about justice. A good sidekick. Justice. Because that's what they were. They this were is so bizarre. But that's, that's why I had to ask. I'm like, there's more into this question. Yeah, she said that they asked and um, she's like, it just reveals a lot more about your character, like what you're really into. Apparently... 
you're into cracking up and you're into justice and I'm justice. into craziness. You yeah. haven't answered the question. Yeah, yet. Trisha. She's abstaining. She's holding the fifth. You know, like, <laughs> Did you see her face? I know. She's like, hmm, we'll revisit. Well, the funny thing is when we were playing that by Felicia game at Aunt Cindy's, <laughs> that was actually one of the questions is you had to name villains. And I said, Biden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everybody yeah. looked at me and I'm like, everybody's like, he's a villain. Like, yeah. nobody likes him. Everybody talks crap about him. He's been hanging well, out with me too long. Yeah. It, it was just hanging the out with first thing long. that came to my head. Like, everybody else was like, Joker. Like, all these things. And I'm like, Biden. And yeah. Like, <laughs> I know. I get it. it I, we're getting shut down. <laughs> we'll Karen Jean Pear is podcasting is the wild wild west. That's why I was being quiet because we tried to like not do much. Yeah. No, no, no. She won't let me. We'll come back for a whole politics show. That'll we'll be have awesome. to come yes. on Fullerton and filter. <laughs> That's all I talk about. Yeah, we'll come to your show and yeah, we'll talk money, about money, guns, that. sex, pride, all these things. Like those are all the topics we only get into half the time. I only ever really listen to like you guys, like Andy Frisella. Yeah. So, like that smells. It's the jam. Real talk, man. Oh, this is good. We got we got uh, two more questions, or is that all of them? I don't no. If oh, you oh. had one wish, what would you wish for? That's Trisha's question. You could tell she wrote Outside that. of like the ask for more wishes. <laughs> yeah, actually <laughs> Kylie always specifies always and you can't ask you for can't more ask wishes or yeah, world yeah, peace. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can't ask for world peace. What do you, what's your one wish, Liz? <clears throat> You're not coming up with anything? No. We've got a thing. I mean, it's I rapid know. fire. That's why you got a first thought. All the purses. <laughs> All the purses. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's off. If I if I had one wish, it would be to um this sounds like a weird like like uh like low hanging fruit answer, but it'd be like to travel through time. But it wouldn't be to like get rich and all this kind of sh- you know shit that everybody cares about. But it would be like, dude, imagine going back to like meet Abraham Lincoln, like when he's getting like sworn in, he's or probably like really smelly, or like okay, thanks, yeah. or, or like George Washington. Or like Alexander the Great, or like um, you know, in the Garden of Eden, if you can go that far back, like it'd be cool just to like be on like the sideline and just like look at these crazy formative life events. Mm-hmm. Like the, I would love to see the people or meet the people. I wouldn't even care if I met them. It would just like observe like George Washington. He's got like four thousand guys against thirty thousand guys, and you're just like, all right, troops. It's like America or die. And, like this is like the Battle of the Bulge or what? I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like. It'd probably be to like meet people like that back in the day, you know, like these, like uh, just these people that just like like the Apple uh, Tim Cook guys and the Steve Jobs guys, like these yeah. people changed history, mm-hmm. you know, like that'd be cool. Like like I couldn't care less about like oh I'd meet um Larry Page with Google and I'd be an early investor, dude. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like who cares? Or I'd found Amazon with Jeff Bezos. Like who cares? But like meeting these people that like changed the world. That, to me, I don't know. I just think, like, Loki, that'd be... Because it's all about influence and, like, legacy, right? It always comes down to that. Right. And, like, these people are immortalized. Yeah. Like, Eisenhower Highway or, you know, JFK Airport. You know, like, it'd be cool to have, like, your last name on something for the next 1,000 years. Yeah, and you'd get to see, like, the real story. Because just like when you read a yeah. book and you make a movie in your mind and then you see a movie and you're like, that's not how I plan right. it. I get upset about that all the time. Yes. That would be super upset. cool to actually see the real story, not, yes. like, what we all learned in the history. Well, like, just talking about, like, how much of history do you think is actually correct? Like, yeah. being on the right side of history. We talk about that all the time. Like, like George Washington at one of the battles or whatever, he had, like, four bullet holes through his, like, coat, his bag, his horse got shot. But, like... He like on his coat, but he never got shot. Like all this like divine, um, what do they call it? Like intervention. Divi- yeah, like all this stuff. Like America was like a divine, you know, be, to be country, and he was shot like four, five, eight times, or whatever the story is, you know. Um, but like he never got shot, and you're just like, bro, I would love to be there and see like that kind of stuff. I would like to talk to God and get answers for stuff without having to die. Okay, <laughs> I'll go with that one. That's fair. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> Me too. Centipedes. What happened there? <laughs> 
drafts. It's funny you say that because I had went to a new church and he was talking about like how you transition into talking uh, to people about God. And he said, well, we asked the waitress, like, if you could talk to God, what's one question you would ask? And I put that on my Instagram story and zero people answered. And I was really surprised because I thought that like a lot of people would be like, whether it was negative or positive, they'd have something to ask. conversation, yeah. Nobody believes in God anymore. Zero. But even if that's their answer, then you can. There is no God. That's usually what I get when I put stuff on there. Yeah, that makes sense. Blah, blah, blah. So, Interesting. I could do a whole podcast about questions. Yeah. It sounds like we've got a couple other episodes that we're just going to have to. We're here, man. We're here. I have the last question is what would you go back and ask 15 year old you or I'll tell 15, 15 year old you? <clears throat> what advice would you give to 15 year old oh. Brian and 15 year old Liz? Ooh. Think of you when you were 15. What would you tell yourself? Go ahead. I would tell myself to be a lot kinder to myself. Yeah. A lot kinder. Uh, I would say something like, man, like to your 15-year-old self. <clears throat> Buy Google stock. <laughs> yeah. Don't sell your Bitcoins. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> oh, God, the Bitcoins. I was doing Bitcoin in like at 24, 25, like in 2010, 11. Don't sell your Bitcoin sell for your, your Bitcoin. wife's engagement ring. Yeah, I cashed Aww. out my Bitcoins for her ring. Her first engagement ring. So you're not the first guy I've heard has told that story. It's Alex at my one. gym had said the same <laughs> thing. He's like, yeah. not even buy that, that Bitcoin. It's I, on your hand. I legit had them at three and five dollars a coin, and when it peaked at sixty three grand per uh, thou- per coin or whatever it was, it was like twenty two million dollars. Did you look at Liz actually, and say, don't actually, ever say I don't love you? No, 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 for sure. Actually, let me rephrase that. It was at thirty some grand. We figured it out, and it was like twenty two million. So when it went to sixty three grand, it was. 50 80 million dollars with it bro like but you know i keep telling this like hey you're worth it like it's it's all coming together you know like last year we made a hundred thousand it's worth it or whatever um i I don't know i'd say man i i i I would like okay so there's a i I work in movies because i'm like a movie buff you know what i mean but in in 30 seconds or less it was um the knight's tale movie you know with uh heath ledger back in the day and the kid like the whole time the whole story there is like he's trying to change the stars and like, dude, I just relate to that story because I grew up in a trailer, like, and we've changed our stars. Yeah. You know, it took 15 years, but I don't want to get emotional. Get all the way to the end of the episode, now you're going to cry? I don't say, I don't want to get emotional. I was like, don't cry today. But that's like, <laughs> like the whole time there, they're just trying to change the stars. And at the end of the movie, he becomes a knight or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, we did it. Like, we're not done, but like. So you would go back and tell yourself it's all going to be okay. I would tell myself, Hang dude, you can change your stars. Mm-hmm. Like, believe that you can change your stars. Not just hope or wish, but believe that you can. I love yeah. that I love so that. much. Yeah. What about you guys? I want to know your answer. You have 30 seconds. We have 30, 30 seconds. Like, <laughs> maybe. Um, you can't change him. That is what I would tell myself 100%. That would solve like all that 20s crap that I yeah. alluded to earlier. Yeah. You can't change him. Yeah. The end. Boom. <laughs> Stop listening to what other people say you are. Definitely. There and I'm go. still constantly telling myself that. <laughs> I like it. You're worth more than you think, right? Yeah. You're not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also, I'm also not fat, stupid, poor. Exactly. <laughs> you know? like, yep. Stop listening to the You're labels that up. other people are putting on you. <laughs> You're allowed. All right. We are I get, am loud. We're getting the let's go from producer Dave because we could probably just sit here and talk for like days. We'll be back. We're very years. good at talking. We'll yeah, us too. That's why I, that must be why we have successful podcasts right um for all of you thank you so much for stopping by we're so glad that you did um please subscribe listen subscribe share like all of the things you never know who needs to know or hear from 
all of the things that were said here. So much encouragement, motivation, tips, tricks, hacks. Um, and come back next week for a new episode of Elite Life on Thursday. And Thanks, go guys. check out Fullerton Unfiltered. Oh, thank yeah, you. So Appreciate good. you guys. Love you. All right. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Thank you. We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy. <laughs> Have you seen this? Uh, this is a, this is more of a, a, a current events one. Have you seen the door frame challenge? No. Oh, go ahead, Liz. Tell them the door. It's not a door frame challenge. It's just a thing on it. TikTok where I don't know. They grab the top of the ho- the, the the door frame. Your husband, it, your boy. Yeah, and grabs. it's like attractive, and he doesn't understand why. And I'm like, so like trying, a lady like leans in the door frame, you know, and you like do like the handover, like this like you know Fifty Shades of Grey thing or something. <laughs> and then like we like it was a it was a joke, and then like somebody tried it on their TikTok, and they're like, ooh, and then Liz goes. Really? And then she goes, just come here, come here, come here, come here. And like, she goes, put your hand here. And then I like smack the door frame and I'm like, I like lean over. I'm like, what do you want? She goes, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, try it later. I'm like, did, this, did we just get re pregnant? Like, did, we, did you just get pregnant again? I've never seen somebody melt so quickly in my life. I'm like, you mean flowers, jewelry, chocolate? All I do is stand in a door frame? Yeah, you could have saved your money on the bag. Oh my God, I would have just bought another door frame. Dude, the other thing is reaching stuff that's in the top of the cabinet. Uh, it's the same, you. like, same, same. Yeah. That must be it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the the taking up space, being able to, like, just grab I don't things. Know. I like, guess. let me get that flower for you, sugar. I'm not a psychologist. Psychologist, sexologist, more, more like it, but.